Hello, beautiful people. My name is Davi. I'm joined by Abe and Charlie. Welcome back to another Tony Tuesday. For our viewers and listeners, we hope you guys are doing well. We just watched the season finale of season one. And wow, y'all. What turn of events. Um, wow, it happened. Junior is arrested. Um, all the Junior's guys went down. For something unrelated to Tony. Something completely unrelated. Um, and I'm just running from Tony's perspective. Where do you think Abe, his head is at right now with all of this? It's weird because I feel like his head could be in a million different places, but also he weirdly seems at the most like peaceful mm-hmm. at this time. And like because of some pretty bad turn of events, if you look at it from the face, right? Like Junior's in prison, his uncle's in prison, bad. His mom just had a stroke, bad. But based on obviously what those two did, um, I think it almost like feels like, you know, two problems that he doesn't have right right in his face anymore um for the time being anyway obviously the indictments complicate stuff and everything like mm-hmm. that i don't want to dismiss that but you know uh, he knows right now he's safe right like junior's not going to come after him because he's he's in prison and whatnot um and also i feel like the um telling his crew about his uh you know his psychiatry and and seeing a therapist was very uh, felt like a weight lifted off his shoulders. We saw the uh, scene where he wakes up in the morning in his robe and he's in a good mood. Usually he's in a shitty mood, whatever. Like, we haven't really seen that until, I feel like, earlier this season, maybe like the first two episodes we might have seen something like that. But, you know, they they called out, oh, you're in a good mood, blah, blah, blah. And now he's out with his family, even on a really shitty night, like where usually maybe you'd see his temper flare or like him getting even more increasingly frustrated. He's able to enjoy a night with his family. So... It's interesting. It, it ended on a very peaceful note for Tony, is what it felt like to me. It yeah, did. yeah. I, I think I'd say so. I think it did on a. I think it did end on a peaceful note, but also in a kind of like, man, there's still mad stuff to go oh, down. 1,000%. Obviously, it's more of like because what did you think? You know, it raining in that last scene represented because I think there was a lot of significance. Them going back into Artie's restaurant. They're all there, but it's also like completely raining outside. Mm-hmm. What do you, Charlie, what do you think that the symbolism of that is for you? Say it again. Water equals change. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned at least mm-hmm. in school back in the day. So, yeah, uh, I mean, like he's having a good family moment, like he, he said there. And I think that might be just a representation of that. It's like it's a weirdly enough, it's a calm during the storm instead of a calm before the storm, because the storm just happened. And there's a calm with it, but there is also, a, you know, a lot is still to follow up. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of shit is still going to go down after this. He has a lot to worry about, but in this moment right now, he can just be with his family and enjoy a nice meal. I also think it's like he's able to, he's he's like almost, the, the scene in the restaurant with everybody there was almost like the eye of the storm. Like, he was able to find peace in all yeah, of this calamity. That's, that's kind of how I saw it. And, like, this craziness. Yeah. He, he, it's a good one. He found shelter during the storm. Yeah. And and, and he was able to, to everything that's going on around him, what he's had with his mom, his, his relationship with his psychiatrist. He went absolutely ballistic in this episode. Let's not forget that. Um, he um, is, you know, he, he was about to kill uh, Junior. And he killed Mikey. Or, or he had Mikey whacked. And... All of this is happening around him, and he's still able to find a, a sense of peace in this restaurant, in Artie's restaurant. After Artie accused him of doing what we know for a fact he did, and he went through all of that. Like, so it feels like at the end of this all, he was still able to to find some sort of peace. What that means for the future, 
I'm yet to 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 know. Um, and I'm curious what will happen um, and how long the piece will last for. Probably not long, just knowing his occupation and like everything that's going on. Yeah. Keep uh, in mind too that this is everyone occupying Artie's restaurant in this moment are people who were involved with burning down his restaurant, per se. Yeah. And he doesn't know that because he's taking Tony's word for it. Right. Um, so he has a bunch of people that are lying to him mm-hmm. in this moment as well. And he's still accepting them in there. So, yeah, I think that's another, you know, an- another big uh, symbolism there because I don't know, there's, uh, they're just wolves. All of them. Yeah, yeah, in the den. Yeah, in your yeah. in your own house kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and it's tough because you can look at the morality of it. And I know Artie doesn't really see, like, the way Artie approached the situation, knowing what actually happened, it felt like he was super upset about all of that, right? He had this rage and, and all of that. And I can see that. But at the same time, like, there were valid reasons for why Tony did what he did. And at the end of the day, he was trying to protect his friend. So... It's it's tough, but at the but still, I think what Charlie's saying is facts. They're all you know uh, wolves wolves in sheep's clothing. I guess is one way to put it. Right? Yeah. they're all kind of sitting there with Artie's hospitality, while knowing very well that they had uh, a very big hand in why he's at this restaurant and not um, the one that's been in his family for generations. True. Do you think what Tony did? You know, put yourself in Tony's shoes. Do you think what he did to Artie was something right? Do you think, with everything going on in the situation, do you think it made sense? For yeah, that's tough. Could man. he avoided it, or he had, there was no choice? Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think he could have avoided it. I mean, it, there, it was just an ultimatum, right? Yeah. He had to make a choice: do nothing, and potentially his friend's business would be hurt. But that wouldn't have been his fault, right? Or he could have, uh, or he did what he did, and now his friend, you know, without already knowing anything, he even admits he's super happy with his new place. He loves it. Everything's going well. Regardless of the fact, like the only fact is that knowing that Tony might have done something with it soils it. That's what I think he, he's having a hard time with. But now that he's moved past it, it feels like he's in a good place. So I don't know. I feel like I probably might go, might have done the same thing as Tony, but I don't gotcha. know. I'm no mob boss, bro. I can <laughs> yeah. do this shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, Charlie, there was um, a significant moment in this episode. Tony finally admitted um, that he was seeing a psychiatrist. And it was it was a, it was a big moment, especially with you know the culture at the time, and also still today. You know how it's really hard to just tell people, "Hey, I'm seeing a psychologist. I'm going to therapy." But obviously, in his sake, man's in the mob. Right. <laughs> um, you know, was there some key things that stood out to you when he was opening up to his to his crew? Certain character that stood yeah. out to you? I think just their reactions, because you know we were kind of debating in the moment there, like because they were all very silent. We were debating what they were thinking until they finally like spoke out and, and said stuff. So, uh, getting to know that Polly has seen a psychiatrist, you know, he said a year prior, it's pretty shocking because the way that they've built it up so far in the show, you expect everyone to have the same reaction as Livia or Junior or mm-hmm. Mikey, like all those people. Uh, but it seems like the, you know the people that are close to Tony are kind of almost on the same like mindset as him when it comes to that so that was good to see um it was surprising 
But then Christopher's reaction is what had me intrigued. Super interesting. Super interesting. Had me intrigued because I'm not sure exactly what's what's going on there with his reaction. The one thing that it takes me back to is when they were uh, earlier on in the season when they were driving in together the car, in the yeah. car. Mm-hmm. And then Tony was like laughing about, you know, people killing themselves yeah. and whatever, like saying, oh, they're they're weak. They're losers. Yeah, um, but that was after he asked Christopher about it to see if he was in the same boat and... You know, he had some different responses than right. maybe Tony would have had or, but, but, or not as honest. Exactly. But I, I think Tony in that moment was trying to get Christopher to talk, to have someone to talk about those things with. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they both kind of are, weren't comfortable with talking about it with each other. So they kind of deflected in that way. But I think maybe the deflection is maybe what Christopher's thinking back to. And then also other actions as well. Um, but he's just probably just thinking back to that and being like, oh, so you do you know go through these things and you're trying to seek help yeah because he he was just there recently yeah yeah i don't know it almost felt a little bit like um christopher felt betrayed yeah that's how i saw it because the way that he ran out of there was so quick and super like like almost like i can't believe this right and he also like they were all if you if you look at silvio and polly and christopher Silvio and Polly were like kind of calm and, and still Christopher was like kind of like antsy. Like if you look a little he was bit, very he, anxious. He's, he, you could tell he's like processing all this like mm-hmm. super quickly. And I think he was struggling to process it because I think in his mind, he's like Tony Soprano is he is the top of the top. He's he's That's the, the guy. He is the guy. He is the boss. And there's no one tougher than Tony. There's nobody who's can handle more than Tony. And he's seeing a psychiatrist like it could be that. But it also could be like, damn, like you kind of saw what I was going through. Like you wouldn't admit what was happening to you, um, to me. And we could have had like an honest dialogue about it. Because I, I almost felt too like the when when uh, when Tony was talking to him in the car the first time, I didn't feel like Christopher was fully honest about the stuff that he was feeling. Like for on his own perspective, uh, you know, they both kind of deflected and it was like, oh, you know people are weak or whatever like but they they both know in their their heart of hearts like they're they struggle with that shit yes Mm -hmm. that is true i mean uh that scene reminded me of the breakfast club i know you guys have you guys seen Mm -hmm. the breakfast yeah Yeah, it was it felt like it was a call back to that shout out the breakfast club yep (laughs) back there but um paulie at the end of this episode really stood out to me Mm. um i think from especially that last scene man the way that he was looking just out into the room, I was like, man, he is going to have a shift. Think so? I think Paulie's going to have a shift. Mm. Um, I think him knowing that his psychiatrist was a woman and not a man, I think that really bothered him. Mm. And then, I don't know, I just feel like... Paulie's a little bit of a sicko. Yeah, Paulie is a psycho, bro. Yeah, he's, he, got, he's got a screw loose, or a couple. <laughs> and I just think he, I, I don't know, I, I just see something in Paulie, man. I think yeah. Paulie's heading towards a... Yeah, you think man. he could betray Tony? Yeah, I'm thinking it's that, that kind of way. I, I don't so, know, man. It's so interesting, because I feel like Paulie's pretty loyal. I mean, Silvio is the the loyalist loyal, like that there is. Yeah. He, he's stupid loyal. He he barely batted an eye at, yeah. at this news. I right? think I think Paulie's the character that kind of will... I think as the show develops, he's going to be the one that kind of will question Tony's authority. Mm. I think that's going to be his role. Interesting. Don't spoil uh, in the damn comments. No, please don't. But that's kind of how I'm seeing how they're building Polly, and especially like n- him realizing, oh shoot, Tony's a psychiatrist, psychiatrist, but knowing that it was a woman, um, 
really like it, you could it affected him yeah in, it's interesting in I, a I, very I, weird way i'm not sure what to make of it to be honest with you because i feel like this is like a very small sample size of something no, yeah, from yeah, Polly yeah. for us mm -hmm. to see for me to be able to make a lot out of it i do think they are foreshadowing something and trying to to turn you on to Polly's character a little bit and be yeah. like watch out for this guy um but i'm not entirely sure what that is it could be what you're saying but I don't. I don't know if I'm sold on it. I'm. I'm very curious to see how his character progresses because, you know, he seemed he he seemed a little bit kind of like the loyal guard dog, right? Like yeah. he's like you know, he he's always the one ready to do the whacking, right? And he you know as yeah. you saw with uh, Mikey and everything, um, but it just uh, something about him is a little off. And I yeah. again, I wish I could put it better into words, but I can't. I, I don't know what it is. Um. Charlie pointed out a lot of editing mistakes in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we saw. <laughs> it's not really mistakes. It's just you got to choose the best take. Yeah. And, and make it work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Livia. Um, mm -hmm. Before yeah. we get to that, I, yeah. I, I, there was some like unintentionally hilarious moments <laughs> in this. I don't know if it was just us or maybe we just laugh at like, stuff like this. But when the FBI pulled up and the shaky cam took to Corrado's house and he's <laughs> in the window and they're like, Junior Corrado, FBI. Oh, shit. <laughs> I died, bro. I don't know why that was so funny to me. There was a couple other things too. I, that was I just, just think because it was up. like callback to mob movies and in the past but also yes. the way they were shooting it's yeah 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 it was very very i mean very classic so it's supposed mob. to be i think it's supposed to be serious but i don't know i think just because it's, so, yeah. it's so it's older it's because we're looking at it from you know the past you know yeah yeah at the time at the time yeah or oh, like yeah you know, oh sense. that's badass mm -hmm. yeah, i get yeah. it for sure for sure that's that stuff um is whatever i i I actually really appreciate those um, those scenes with the the mob killings and whatever because it's very um, it's a very stylistic thing like it's very synonymous with like the a Goodfellas or like a casino like those types of mob films yeah. maybe Godfather like those those type of things Scarface. Although I, I've never seen this motion. Yeah, that was a lot. Tony, I feel like that went down the boat. <laughs> I, I don't think they were they were uh, using <laughs> Desert Eagles or anything like that. I feel like the Desert Eagle maybe the recoil would be that yeah. crazy. If you know which other movie they did that, that that recoil let us know. Right let there. us know. Let I'd us love know. to see it. I, yeah, I gotta see that. But like the the whole um, getting shot in the bodies, like da da da. You know what I mean? Like all that. Oh, even Mikey. Mikey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And the frame rate drops. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's it's super super stylistic, and yeah. I I can appreciate it. I, like. Not hating in the slightest, for, especially from the three of us. Like we, we can appreciate that stuff. So it's cool. I'm just interested to see how it changes because obviously the show goes on for a while. Yeah. We're gonna be mid into the mid 2000s when this show finishes. Yes, um, we are. So it's, it's gonna look so different. It's gonna look I can super different. Imagine already. Yeah, the shift is gonna be crazy. Right. Um, but, but Livia. Li sorry. Yes. No, no, no. Sticking with Livia now. Um, damn. We're we're Shh. like in this uh, caught between That's two. That's what I'm saying. Like right now because. Everybody, it, um, half of the people believe her, half of the people don't in the in this episode, even, we can see. Yeah. You know, you're already out here believing her, taking everything she's saying at face value, even though, you know, she's showing some signs of not knowing who the hell he is, all that. You got her showing up to the house and, you know, supposedly not knowing where she is, not recognizing Meadow, um, not, not even recognizing Anthony Jr. as her grandson, all of that. And it's like, part of me is like, damn, that's that's a lot to commit to a bit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like a, dang, that's for a bit. Like, that's, that's, that's some commitment to really make people believe. You're going to walk all the way from your nursing home to the, your son's house 
and at one in the morning, you know what I mean? Like, but then again, if she if she has borderline personality disorder, then her from what we were understanding from from Doctor Melfi, everything that she does is to stir the pot, but and to cause conflict. But but, but remember, but let's remember the first things that were happening at the beginning of the show when the show started. You know, yeah. her almost yeah she, driving her car almost when she drove her car almost into was it into yeah. her house basically. Or yeah. Into, yeah, it was into her house, almost mm. uh, lighting her house on, on fire. fire. Like, bro, there was moments where you're like, nah, she, True. There, there's things where she does need to, you know, have care around her. Yeah. The thing that, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like, what, both can be true. Yes. Like, I think I she see can both. have borderline personality disorder. Uh, first of all, I think she does. 100%. Um, she she uh, is insufferable. She's joyless. She constantly wants to cause conflict within her own circle um and then she also is very forgetful and and not being able to take care of herself and progressively getting worse in that sense um she had a stroke at the end whether or not tony believed her is one thing but like stroke is medical like doctors know when you have a stroke so like she's not faking that she's clearly in poor health so i i I think it can be both. I don't know if that's like a, a popular take out there uh, for you know, fans of the show or whatever. Um, but I, I think I think she can be both. And I think it's a very dangerous combo for her to be, you know, borderline personality disorder and then well, Alzheimer's or, or dementia. dementia. Like, yeah. that's insane. That's that's really that's something. So uh, with Livia, Charlie, from her development from, you know, episode one down to episode 13. What were some of the significant things that have stood out to you? What you've seen from her, you know, and the impact that she's had on this show so far? Because I feel like now she's become a forefront on everything, <laughs> you yeah. know. She's like the character that you kind of um, just, you know, forget about. Um, just leave in the corner from in the very beginning to now progress to being basically calling the shots or influencing the shots being called with Junior wanting to kill her own son, all this crap. Uh to now potentially maybe faking that she has, you know, uh, dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever. And people in the comments are either spoiling or not spoiling or throwing <laughs> us off, whatever the hell it might be. We don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I'm curious now what happens after the stroke. Mm-hmm. Because there are a couple of things at play here. So either she's fine and she heard everything that, uh, Tony said to her and you know but I but now without Junior she doesn't really have any sort of control or she is actually affected um, by, by the, the stroke. stroke yeah and Tony has to kind of eat his words a little bit right yeah exactly mm-hmm. and um, it that could lead to showing that she didn't uh, that she actually does have these problems like the personality disorder the mm-hmm the alzheimer's yeah whatnot yeah it's interesting it's super interesting to see because the things that davi was mentioning about the beginning of the season like those are the thing those are the points that really convinced me that she does have some sort of alzheimer's um but then you have carmela blatantly being like she's faking <laughs> she's fake and, and <laughs> i mean granted carmela has think, the most motive to say something yeah, like I, that i think it's because she's just dealt with a lot of crap with her oh yeah you know ever yeah. since she probably got into the family 100 percent Hundred percent. Yeah, I think uh, Olivia, bro, she stirs the pot. She is the ultimate gaslighter. Like one hundred percent. And not only to Tony, like she gaslights Junior. 
Yeah. Like, the, the the second that, <laughs> and again, this might be the Alzheimer's. It might not be, but this, he came in and he's like, "What was this about you not knowing your your own uh, granddaughter?" Um, and then he was saying like, "What the hell's up with you? you? You know, you know very well what you did." And she's like, "My son, I would never do that." <laughs> she's gaslighting everybody. Yeah. Um, so I feel like she's just like an element of chaos. Like she really, really is. Maybe um, all of that is part of the dementia. Alzheimer's. It could be. Mm-hmm. What all the, of the gaslighting stuff? Yeah, all of it. I mean, it could be. That's what I'm saying. It could. It could be part of the alzheimer's or it could just be her gaslighting because she you know has these other conditions from from the jump no but i mean it it could be because of the backstory the small backstory that we got on her she definitely can just be naturally like gaslighting. right right from from what we saw with tony's dad and and tony when he was a kid all that yeah 100 percent. so it's tough she's a tough character to really she is fascinating because there's a lot of things at play with her in general yeah we talked about tony already in terms of being peaceful but like let's also remember like towards the beginning of the episode like this man was going ballistic absolutely ballistic um in terms of like flipping the the table in dr melfi's office and like basically assaulting her um to some degree like he was going crazy and again i i think it was the all there was a trigger there was a trigger to livia yep and this is the biggest thing now. And I feel like I feel like part of him being peaceful, do you think maybe it's because he's like finally seeing the light about his mother? That's a good question. I think he's kind of seeing it, if that makes sense. I think he's like getting closer to it, but he's not fully there yet because he still hasn't confronted it. He tried to confront it, but when he did confront it, you saw how he did it literally at the worst way possible. Right. He didn't actually talk about he it. Didn't, he actually did not talk about it. Right. But also... When he went to go talk to his mom, she just had a stroke and he went and to he confirm went her and he went ballistic. So it's like, bro, you're, you're trying, I think he's trying to confront it. But when he does confront it, it like really, mm-hmm. it like, true. It like, but you have to think about, <clears throat> you have to think about, you know, how people are nurtured and how people are raised. Yes. And this is how, how he was raised. He was raised Be- through her. Yeah. Can we, do we remember what happened that episode where they were sitting around eating Chinese takeout? Oh, uh, what episode? Who was eating on Chinese takeout? The family. The family Tony. was. I know you're talking. Yeah. Just him, his his wife, and his kids. Not with Livia or No, Jimmy. I can't. Why? Because I'm just that. It, I was thinking back to that moment because I feel like that's the last time that we saw them just as a a family a, themselves. He was right. talking. He was talking about Italian family. pride. He was talking about American Italian oh, pride. Right. That's what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying what happened in the episode as that, a whole. That also was the episode that they were, um, Dr. Melfi was talking to her family about yes. the Italians and the mob and, and you know, what benefit Italians have had um, to all of that. Why? What's your kind of... No, I'm just, I'm thought? asking because I, I wonder if it's a certain occurrence that happens in the episode that then leads to him having a close family moment. Mm, I see. Oh, so maybe something with Livia happened prior to that. Yeah, it's a good question. I can't. I can't um, quite recall, but let us know if you remember exactly um, in, in that in that episode. Yeah, I don't know, bro. bro I think I, I think you're 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 right about Tony not being able to confront it. He can't. It's and I I think that it's uh, obviously a result of you know his upbringing and the culture around him and his own relationship with his mother that 
the only way that he can actually confront is through anger and like yeah because every single time he actually confronts it he's either hurting someone else Mm -hmm. or he's like hurting himself right so does it get to a point where when he does confront it is he gonna kill someone or is he gonna i don't want to say that word but is he gonna you know do it to himself right yeah because it's too much for him to i don't know He's just gone through so too much, much to bear. Yes, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, is it too much weight on his shoulder? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but it's weird because at the end of this episode, it feels like a weight's been lifted off, even after yelling at his mother, like all that stuff. And and you know what? Like, some people just harbor so much hatred and anger towards like their parents or or family members or whatever. And you know, not that I condone anybody going up to their mother and and. You know, yelling at them after they've had a stroke, but like that must have been some sort of release for him, mm-hmm. right? In some way or fashion. I don't think he fully addressed the issues and like is becoming a better person now, but I'm I'm sure that there was some sense of of release in that because yeah. he's never from what we know, he's never confronted his mother in that way. No, he got a relief, but something's gonna come back, you know, he's gonna have to confront it again. Right. So what happens when he confronts it again? Right. Is it going to get worse or is it because we understand that his he hasn't he hasn't been able to control his emotions. No. And the way it's heading, I don't think he's going to be able to. No. Um, right. But again, like I think the biggest the biggest times where he ends up going ballistic is when it has to do with his mom. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. She is a forefront into how I mean, he she was around with him the entire time. And every single time she was always talking about oh, your father, this your father, that da, 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 to yep. Tony. So Tony inherited all that, yep, and that really affected how he moved, and how he moved growing up. You know how he was raised, how he operated, yep. and everything. So it's this is fascinating, man. Livia and Tony are two characters, truly, just from one season. Very much with character study that I've, um, man. Like Barry took me a couple episodes to get into. This one was this show was just like that, mm-hmm. just because of. Just how they constructed these two characters. Yeah, um, and and honestly, Livia's character took a while to kind of come to the forefront, and for you to try to really understand her role in the show. But once you did, the buildup was so methodical, and and you really understand how much of an effect she has on Tony. And we learned that through therapy too, right? Like yeah. we we learned that you know, Doctor Melfi's trying to get at those things, but. Once you see like Livia pulling the strings in the background, seeing how Tony reacts to certain things, it it really paints you the picture of like this feels like a mother and son battle, like this entire mm-hmm. this entire show. Yes, like, it does. That, that's the that's the big internal battle that he's fighting. Like, yes, this is a mob show. Yes, this is a man who's troubled, depressed, with all that. Like, his biggest internal battle was with his mother. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the clearest yeah. thing. Yeah, and I think the way it ends is I don't know. You know, in a good world, he comes to a, you know, a conclusion that he forgives himself, forgives her, and tries to move on. But I don't think he can move on from no. it. I don't no, think he I, ever can. I think this is something that eats eats the character alive. Yeah. I mean, eats away at him until something explodes. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it, we already saw a glimpse of it. Yeah. So. And I think that's where it's heading. Mm-hmm. How would y'all... Sorry, Davi. I feel like no, I'm you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I feel like I want to hear you talk. Okay, you want to hear me talk? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Um, how would you guys rate this season? Not not necessarily in terms of numbers, but like, what are some things that really 
looking back at the season, you really enjoyed, you really liked? Because I, I think we can all agree this is a great first season introduction to the show. Yes. Um, and what are you looking forward to seeing in the next seasons as the show progresses? I enjoy the family feud. Um, family feud. Yeah. I'll keep it short and sweet because it's getting late and I got to be up early for work. Okay. <laughs> but I enjoy the family feud aspect of it. Um, everyone butting heads and the, you know, uh, power trip that everyone goes on. And uh, going forward, I want to see how it changes because now it seems like it won't be so much of a family feud issue because Junior is now arrested. His head honchos, like his right-hand men are gone too. So Tony is going to have to deal with other people Right. Yeah. Uh, other rivals that we may not have been introduced to yet. So, right. I yeah, I want to see how they can make that more interesting than your own uncle hating you and wanting you dead. True. Yeah. Yeah. And that's your mother a, too. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good yeah. question, David. I think with um, you know, the mob films that I've seen, all of it has dealt with like power trips and people like trying to one up one another. It's like all about like fighting for your guys, your group. This one is so different because it deals with the psychology of it. Mm -hmm. And that's something I think I've never seen where the you, have, human element. you have the human element where someone is going to therapy and seeing how that's a huge effect on, you know, the mob around you. Um, I think that was something that was really captivating to me when the show even started. And it's been something that I've loved so much about the show. Um, also, just knowing that this is like the bookmark for a lot of other shows and why mm -hmm. if we, we wouldn't have the Sopranos, we would, if it wasn't, we would not have like Breaking Bad if it wasn't for the Sopranos, right? right? We wouldn't this have is the blueprint. This is the blueprint. This is, you know, the map. Mm -hmm. Um, and knowing that and finally seeing it is like, wow, it's really I cool. get it now. Like, Oh my gosh. I, I see the impact that the show has Facts. on the industry and it's, and it's incredible. And now I understand why it has such a strong following because I can tell it has impacted so many people. Mm -hmm. Um, just because it addresses like family trauma, it, it just addresses things that I don't think TV has done, you know, in the past, and it, it tackles a lot of issues that, you know, and it's crazy to me that they were talking about it in the '90s, you know. So I think yeah, it's, it goes it's, way deeper yeah. than I thought. Mm -hmm. I I initially thought even even when I first saw him go into psychiatry, I'm like, how deep could they really go into this? But you know, talking about his dreams and analyzing them and the, the symbolism that it can have to his daily life, like all this stuff is very um, super, super in-depth into into a person's psyche. Um, another thing that I really loved seeing, I think it was kind of underrated, um, just a dynamic, is uh, the dynamic between Junior and, and Tony and the the difference in leadership styles. Yeah. Uh, I loved seeing that because you see a mob leader who is very rash, is very um, guns blazing all the time. And not to say that Tony is not guns blazing when it's appropriate, but he's a lot more methodical and thinks things out um, a little bit more than, than Junior, um, even being younger. So I, I really appreciated that. And the family dynamics, everything you guys have said, shows phenomenal. Thank you to everybody who came from our succession reactions and, and, recommended the show it's been awesome watching the first season with you guys um and i'm i'm just super happy that we get to to share this with a bunch of people who who love the show and have seen it yes i am so excited to keep going before we end this i just want to know what was your favorite episode of the season episode 12 yeah mine too 
Isabella. Yeah, yeah. I think that one and the um, road trip with Meadow to colleges. Oh, yeah. Love that episode. Yeah. Love that episode where he has to whack the dude um, that way back in the day. I forgot mm-hmm. the exact um, thing, but I, I love that episode. The confrontation that he has with, with Meadow and Meadow confronting him about the mob, all that. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, that was good. Christopher's episode was also good, too. Indeed. It was great episodes. But, y'all, thank you so much for watching season one of The Sopranos with with us. Um, if you're new here and you just found out that we're watching this show, join us, subscribe, and also, guys, please comment your thoughts on this video, on this reaction, and please like this video and subscribe. We are so close to 2,000 subscribers. We love you guys and see you soon for season two of The Sopranos. Peace, Peace. y'all.